Hello, faith community. We have finished reading through the New Testament in one year. Um, it's been our privilege to do these videos every single week. We've recorded a video on every single chapter of the New Testament as a staff. Um, I think that's sort of an epic accomplishment. So congratulations, you guys. Um, Pastor Josh isn't able to join us here, but um, the four of us, along with Pastor Josh, put these videos together this year and we really enjoyed it. And what I want to do um, today is just sort of talk about um, the experience of reading through the New Testament a year, putting these videos together. Um, so first, first question I have, and we'll just sort of start with Clint, work our way around, and then I'll summarize, um, is before this, what was your regular Bible reading habit? Normally, my Bible reading habit would have been, well, there's mine and there's my family's. My personal Bible reading habit would be uh, half chapters, or depending on how long it was, I'd like to sit on a, like a half chapter or a, a portion of a chapter for a few days, um, just to, you know, you always learn something new mm -hmm. every time you, you read through. Um, so just kind of, you know, meditate on that a little bit. And then with the family where we, we go through a whole chapter and we kind of adopted this in the middle, I guess. And, um, cause before it was a little bit sporadic, um, with how we did it, but, uh, doing this in the middle, um, we started just reading through one chapter together as a family. We just keep reading the same <clears throat> chapter, and we pick maybe two, three verses from that chapter to memorize as a family too. Oh, cool. Um, it, is that where you're doing this last year, like during the reading through the New Testament a year? So during the New Testament reading, it was read the chapter, listen to the devotional, discuss as a family. Well, my one and three-year-old were very good <laughs> at discussing, but <laughs> Bessie and I would do it. Um, that's what we did like this past year, and so it's been. Um, back and forth a little bit. Cool. So sort of like, let me know like before and then this year um, as you guys answer the question. Okay. So Bible reading habits before this year and then during this year. Yeah, I think with uh, kids, it's always evolving and sort of changing as schedules uh, adjust and, and adapt. And so I think before, you know, finding the consistency and, and the, the rhythm of, you know, my, my personal Bible reading plan was um, a little bit more more difficult, I think. You know, coming off of the the baby stage where sleep is is very precious, and mm -hmm. the idea of waking <laughs> up early uh, is is not good. But I think as the kids have gotten older, and I don't know, um, you know, how much is due to just consistency in the the plan, and, and how much the kids are getting older. But being able to wake up early now and do my Bible reading um, is is really beneficial. And then for the Bible reading plan. Uh, my family does every every night except Thursday because we're getting home late from Awana <laughs> and usually Saturday because you know sometimes the things will carry on into the evening but doing those those other five evenings um, as a family where we read through it together uh, has been been beneficial and you know for me I think it's been you know the, the consistency of being in the word you know as someone who's leading those devotions with my family now I'm you know, compelled to uh, spend my time, mm -hmm. you know, in the, in the Word. Cool. Chris, what about for you? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, be, before the, the craziness of everything, um, uh, usually just trying to read as much as I can. You know, sometimes that's in spurts. Um, I think there's a great privilege of actually being a preacher mm. um, because we're, like, forced to study. And it's always, uh, it's like, I wish I wish more people had to preach because it's amazing uh, the type of study when you feel like okay I have to have it to, to give to others. Uh, I I actually uh, over the last couple of years have been listening 
to the mm. Bible a ton. I commute down to Masters a ton and just turn it on and just like listen to the. And it's interesting. Uh, you 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 tend to get different things that click in your mind when you're reading it, or maybe mm. it's this translation, or you know, you even did it this morning with you know you're reading of the CSB and suddenly the King James popped out, yeah. right? Um, some things that are really hidden there, and then some things in navigating that. Um, so uh, listening to the scripture back and forth uh, has been huge for me. As a family, we try as best we can to get together in the morning uh, before I head off to work mm-hmm. uh, and get a chance to do that. We try and uh, pray together, sing together, read together. Is sort of those those types, you know sorts of realities and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where we are this year. That's awesome. Um, my my personal habit for reading through scripture. Um, has been that my wife and I do uh, annual read through the Bible plan together. Um, and I use the Version app. I love that because it keeps track of where I'm at. I used to use like physical um, copies and try to check off and I'd lose my place and then lose the copy. And so having it on my phone and across all my devices, I love that. And I just check those off each day. Um, and so that's that's been my habit for years of just reading through the Bible. I do it with Leia. In the Version app, I can like write little notes and questions and then we can sort of interact on there. Um, and then our family Bible reading habit, we were never consistent about like sticking to something. We'd read it from the Psalms sometimes. Um, this last year in 2019, um, before we before we started the pandemic, we were just reading through all the narrative portions. So in 2019, we started in the Old Testament, just reading through all the narrative, all the way through 2020. And then 2021, we started reading through the New Testament. And this is the first time that I've ever read the New Testament aloud mm. to, my, to my family from you know Matthew to Revelation. We did do it in that order, but this is the first time I've ever done that. Um, so that was exciting for me with my kids um, to be able to read through that. And what I did each night as I would, I would read, I wouldn't prepare at all for reading that portion. Um, I would just read it, and then whatever questions came to my mind, I would ask questions. My kids usually had more questions than I had for them. Um, they're just curious by nature, and so they'd ask a lot of questions. We'd have a lot of neat discussions. But this has been a huge blessing for me to be able to um, sort of discipline myself because we're doing this to consistently read that, read the scripture through. And there'd be times where we'd have a crazy week where we'd only have like three chances to sit down or two chances, and so we'd have to double up. We'd have to get caught up. But we were able to maintain that because we had a goal in mind. So I, I liked that carrot in front of me of having that goal with the family this year. So um, speak to this. Um, that takes discipline. That takes time. You know, maybe you got to get up and got to get everybody. I know what it's like. All, all of us sort of have our children at different walks. You know, you're, you're chill, you have really little. Yours are a little bit older. Yours are a little bit older. Mine are a little bit older, right? And so we're all, all four of us are in this different phase right now. But, but we go through all of, all of the trouble of reading scripture together. Why is that important? Why is it important to read scripture aloud and by yourself? Clint, start with you. Man, aloud. Um, I mean, to your family is uh, huge. Not just because you're you're reading God's word here, but as as a dad leading your family in Scripture, let it, communicating to them uh, non-verbally, but with your actions, how important Scripture is. That the fact that you do it and the fact that you're consistent with it just speaks to your kids as they grow up and as they as as they would recall earlier in the life in their life saying that we read the bible all the time because it was just that important so um there's that i mean reading reading scripture aloud uh sometimes i for me at least when you're reading anything uh and i tend to read fast when i don't read out loud but when you read out loud sometimes you read a little bit slower 
and it's a little bit more, for me, it's a little bit easier to catch things I would have missed if I'm just reading by myself. Um, and me, I'm, I'm really scatterbrained of a person, so I can all over the place, but when I read something out loud, um, especially to people, um, it really helps me focus there. And then, um, especially if you say, ask questions, I mean, it's Bessie and I will discuss. Um, we can say, hold on, stop, I have a question here, or let's stop here and, and analyze what the writer is saying. Um, yeah, reading out loud, I think there's, there's so many benefits to it. Mm. Jason, what about for you? Just speak to the importance of scripture reading in general. Yeah, I think that, that when I, fi I find myself being a better everything, mm. the more time I spend in scripture. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, my, my flesh wants to continue to go back to being, you know, impatient mm. and sort of uh, you know, easily agitated. And the more time I spend in scripture, the the less that that happens, mm. the more my mind is is filled with, you know, God's word. The the less the flesh gets in, and then it's just it's really really important to especially as you know culture is shifting to to know where I stand, um, and so knowing the truth of Scripture, being able to to know you know clearly what the gospel is or clearly you know the teachings of of the old testament or the, the teachings of christ is extremely important and then you know to echo what clint said just the modeling mm. you know for my family the i had a, a student once that talked about when her brother went away to masters and when he came back and she said you know how much it impacted her that she would wake up in the morning and see her brother reading the bible mm. and he's not doing it for show and you know, look at how great I am, but that impacted her. Mm. And so that's the type of impact I want to have on my family. Of, yeah. You know, I know where to find dad in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll be reading reading scripture. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Awesome. Curtis, why, are you, why do we need to read the Bible? Man, because it's life. <laughs> you, you read the Bible and you have the Bible for situations like I'm in. Mm -hmm. I think all of us are going to get into the situation sometime in our life where it's you, you're at your rope's end and the gospel, the scriptures, the truths of God are the only thing that get you through it. Mm. Um, when you're like in a fetal position and snot and tears and everything, like the truth mm -hmm. of the word, when everything else is foggy, the truth of the word is what gets you through it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, God's word is truly living mm. and active. You see it with Awana, right? I mean, you see our kids as they're learning, you know, what'd you learn tonight? I don't know, you know, but it comes out like, bam, it hits them and, and you're able to talk about it and it is truly living and active. And if we don't have God's word, and it, it's not just the morning devotion, right? It's that abject dependency like you always mm -hmm. talk, like, you know, oh, Bible came out, or, you know? It's mm -hmm. like you, you have to put enough in so that when something squeezes you that 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 yeah. truth comes out because if not like jason said like we're we're messed up people right <laughs> and without the transformation of god's word continuing to kind of bathe us and wash us over like sin comes out yeah it reminds me of what peter says to jesus when jesus says are you gonna go away yeah. he says where else we're we gonna go you have the yeah. words of life like yeah. We need to be here because of what you're saying, and we have those written for us. Yeah, yeah I read a, a book at the beginning of the year called The Wisdom Pyramid, mm -hmm. and it talks about, you know, how much if we spend a, a lot of time watching the news or checking social media and all these things, what that does 
to our spiritual life mm. and that really convicted me this year mm. to make sure like the foundation is God's word and I find you know as maybe 2020 Jason would have been anxious and stressed out and impatient all those things foundation of, of God's word doesn't allow that to happen yeah um, for for me um, one of the temptations I have when I'm reading scripture is to read it academically. Um, I've spent a lot of my life getting degrees, pursuing academia, and so it's really easy for me to pick up the Bible and read it like I would read a textbook. Um, and that's really dangerous. It's really dangerous to read God's Word like a textbook because you're supposed to read it in a conversation. Um, and so if I'm not in God's Word, I'm not communing with my Heavenly Father. I'm not communing with my bridegroom. Um, and so I try to read scripture conversationally. Um, it's maybe a little easier for me because I'm an introvert, so I'm always having conversations inside my own head anyways. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different topic. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, so as I go through it, I'm asking God questions like, God, what does this mean? Um, God, help me understand this. I'm asking for wisdom or God, I want that true in my life and I'm praying. And so I'm, I'm constantly having a conversation. Mm. So it's relational. For me, it's part of the relationship I have with God is reading God's word and having a conversation as I'm reading his word. Mm. Um, that's one of the reasons I really wanna be alone when I'm doing that. Mm. Um, I usually read in private in my, in my master bedroom, sort of um, in a little chair that I have set up for that. Um, so, and the door shut so my kids can't come in and, and disturb me, which one of the negatives is then they don't see me in the word, but they know that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so let's, uh, let's sort of summarize all this. We spent the year um, weekly recording a Devo, and um, we didn't just sit down and do that, right? We prepared for those Devos, um, and uh, that took some time. Often we put more time into prep than we actually did to recording the Devo. Um, so a lot of the benefit for us, I think, happened behind the scenes. Um, so speak to that. You know, every single week you have a chapter, you read through it, and you needed to then present that. Um, what, where did you grow? Um, how did that affect sort of your spiritual growth, your approach to the word? And then what are some of the takeaways that you're going to sort of take into this coming year? Um, so Clint, start with you. I think I'm the only person in this group who hasn't spoken on Sundays. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it really helped me um, learn, learn how to study, how to study for the purpose of teaching mm -hmm. it. And when, you, when you're studying it yourself um, and you're studying it for the purpose of teaching, I think it's different because it's, it seems like you would... Um, you really don't want to mess it up. You don't want to be, you don't say anything heretical, but at the same time, um, you're also really looking to bless the person you're teaching or anybody who's watching. Like you don't, I, I went from in the beginning of the year teaching to not mess up to teaching to um, please the Lord hmm. and and be a blessing to those hmm. that I'm, I'm relaying scripture to. Um, I had a uh, yeah, I just had kind of that, that little bit of fear that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a younger guy, I'm the children's director, and I'm, I'm known to be, you know, I'm known to teach the kids. And when you teach the kids, it's a little bit more um, loosey-goosey, for lack mm -hmm. of better terms. But uh, I, think, I think that was probably one of the biggest growing points for me is in studying Scripture um, for, for the purpose of teaching a general audience, uh, teaching for the purpose of like, Lord, I just need to, I need to please you by relaying your truth well, by, by doing the word justice, um, and not worrying about me convicting people, letting the Holy Spirit do its work. Yeah. And that's awesome. one of the biggest growing points for me. Jason, what about you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the temptation is, this is an eight minute devotional, so spend 
eight minutes getting ready. <laughs> and um, that's obviously not how we approach God's Word. So for, for me, it's you know, making sure I'm familiar with the text in its, in its context, um, reading through you know, that text, and so, sort of just allow you know, the Spirit to, to lead or um, you know, different chapters need to be handled differently. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I would try to give a summary of the entire chapter. Sometimes you know, a specific thing would, would stick out. Uh, this, this is what I want to, to focus on. Um, but, you know, just spending time in God's Word, understanding where this fits so that, you know, if he teaches 2 Corinthians 11 and I'm 12, I want to make sure that I'm flowing off of, of what he said. And then, you know, that being the, the foundation and consulting, you know, simple tools like a study Bible uh, to be able to, to look through to, am I missing anything big here? Mm-hmm. Um, is there you know, a major question that needs to be answered in this, this moment? Or is there something that, you know, if we, if we get below the surface level, there's, there's some riches mm-hmm. um, here. And then, you know, we have, you know, simple commentaries for these that, that, that aren't, you know, diving deep into the Greek or diving deep into to some of these more complex themes, just to be able to keep it brief. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a an in-depth study. It's it's a devotional. So yeah. to being able to do that. And then you always want a takeaway. Yeah. You know, what what how can the people leave? And that's I think my as a speaker, my weakest spot is okay, land let's land the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, let's what do we, how do I <laughs> how's my life changed because of, you know, first Corinthians eleven. You know, what do we take from here? So right. that, that's something that I try to, to push every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I really, uh, really enjoyed the the randomness of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Matthew through Revelation, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the the way in which we kind of navigated yeah. thematically and that kind of stuff. And the other thing that was kind of cool um, is that you know I, w- I would show up the days when I was able to be, and you're you're teaching this one. It was like, yeah. oh wow, like okay, what did, wh- where was I before? And where because yeah. I missed so many with the right. situation and. And then coming back in at the end in Revelation, and it's like, okay, are we doing this? And are we talking about, you know, predestination? And it's like, how are we going to navigate all of this? So that, that was actually quite fun uh, doing, doing it through Revelation. And I think one of the big things uh, for me, and you're taking a chapter. I mean, as preachers, that's like, that's two months worth of material. Right. And you want it in eight minutes? Like, yeah. So, like, why am I taking that little sub portion? And that to me was actually kind of fun. What what can I give the people with this little devotion? Mm-hmm. Like what questions would I have with this chapter? Yeah. And then just seeing like the difference between prophecy and narrative. And you, there's different things. I mean, sometimes you could just take the whole chapter because it's narrative and it's like, okay, here's the story and here's the application. And the other part's like, oh, I'm just going to stick here. Mm-hmm. So for me, that, that was really cool. And, and hopefully for you guys to be able to kind of see why did he go that direction or, or that really stuck out to that, you know, that guy and did it stick out to you as you were reading through it and everything. So that, that was really, really a, a fun part of it because sometimes you get so, when you're preaching, you get so, you know, eisegetical that it's, or exegetical that, you know, it's, you know, this one verse, right? right. Um, being able to see bigger context um, is, is fun. But in that big context, why did I focus just on that? Mm-hmm. So that, that was probably one of the most fun parts for me is, how am I going to take this whole chapter and narrow it down to, you know, eight right. minutes? Yeah, it's um, one of the neat things for me is the different paces that I was going through Scripture throughout the whole year. Um, so my personal Bible reading, I'm reading through the whole 
Bible in a year, that's like a flyover, mm -hmm. you know, five to six chapters a day as I'm going through that. And then our, our New Testament in the year, what was really neat about that, um, I would, I would study my passage. I would be listening to your guys' devotionals. I just have my podcast and I'd be listening to that. So I'm sort of tying in with you. A lot of times when I'd study my passage, I have to read a couple chapters before, a couple <laughs> chapters after, especially in Revelation, right? Um, to just sort of see how it all ties together. And then I would put my devotional together and I would record it. But then a week later, I'd be doing my devotional with my family. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm hoping that our people are taking away is those weren't the same. Right. So the devotional we did on the video and the devotional we did with our family, we're not at the same level. Um, and we're all dads here. And our, our passion is to have our fellow dads follow in our footsteps. Yeah. And here's the thing, read scripture, ask questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was a blessing for us to be able to do all that study and have all the backgrounds and stuff. But this coming year, um, we're not going to do a video every single day. Um, we're not going to have five videos a week. We're going to do one video a week. Mm -hmm. And it's not always going to tie into the Bible reading. We're going to start reading through the New Testament. Um, and the challenge is to understand that God's word is what does the teaching. Mm -hmm. The spirit is what does the applying. You need to open yourself up to that. Mm -hmm. You need to open yourself up to reading that. You need to give yourself time, discipline yourself to have time in the word. But it's God's word that's perfect. And that's so important for us to remember because I think a lot of times as dads, we're like, well, what if I mess up? Or what if I, mm -hmm. God's word won't mess up. God's word won't say something wrong. Yeah. So your responsibility is take time to read a chapter or two of the Bible to your family. Um, I think it's real important for families to be gathering together. Easiest time to do that is over a meal. Mm -hmm. And so plan that. Plan five meals a week. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a meal. We're going to read God's word afterwards. And it doesn't need to be fancy. Yeah. It just needs to be, I read it. And hey, what do you guys think this means? Yeah. You don't even need to have the answer. Yeah. You can ask a really good question without even having the answer. And so I, I hope that everybody sort of grew through this experience this year. And our goal is um, we spent the last year doing this. We started doing it because everything was on lockdown. We couldn't have all our regular teaching ministry. And we kept doing it. Um, sort of the start of the year, things were a little locked down. Now it's all open. And what we're hoping is that the momentum continues. Um, so even though we're not going to do a daily Devo video, we're hoping that our people are impassioned and have developed a habit. It says it takes 20 times. 20 times and you've developed a habit. So my, my hope is that all of us right here, we've created habits of Bible reading and we're gonna have a Bible reading plan for the next year. Mm -hmm. And so keep it, up, keep it up, keep reading the word together and understand it's the word that does the teaching. It's the spirit that does the applying. So thank you guys so much for all your hard work this year. Um, and I, I hope it benefits you. I know it's gonna profit you and uh, keep it up. And for our listeners at home, keep reading God's word by yourself, with your family, in public, wherever you are, whatever's going on, God's word is powerful. Let it change your life. Thank you so much for listening to us today.